The amount of time some businesses spend on updating their Facebook pages has always bothered me because often it's disproportionate to the value they get out of it. It's rented land and they're not spending as close to the amount of time updating their own media or their databases. Well, now Facebook has gone ahead and killed organic reach for pages, which means soon you will need to boost every single post if you want your fans to see it. You're going to have to pay to play. So what should we do now? Should we all jump to Twitter? Hell no. Well, in this episode, I talk about the exact tips and strategies you should be taking advantage of now so newsfeed Armageddon doesn't bother you. Also, in this episode, we change the pace a little bit and talk about personal goals, how to structure them and how to achieve them on a day-to-day basis. If you've ever had trouble meeting your goals before, then this episode may be for you. All that and a whole lot more in this episode of Inbound Buzz. Welcome to the Inbound Buzz Podcast, your weekly jolt of all things digital and inbound marketing. Brought to you by redpandas.com.au. Now for your host and co-founder of Red Pandas, Moby Sadiq. Welcome to another episode of Inbound Buzz. I'm your host, Moby Sadiq. Um, Is it too late to wish you Happy New Year? I mean... I can never really tell, but Happy New Year. This is our first episode of the year for 2018. I hope you're well. I hope you're pumped. I hope you've got your goals ready to go, um, which is something I'll talk about in a minute. If you know anything about me, you know I can't stop talking about goals, sort of start of the year, end of the year. Um, But first and foremost, let's talk about Facebook, right? So Facebook has gone ahead and killed organic reach. Now, this is one of those things that a lot of people in the industry have been sort of saying that, guys, this is coming. It's going to come soon. Uh, What happens if it comes? You need to build your own media as opposed to rely on Facebook's rented land. But they've gone ahead and done that, right? So in a Facebook post, Mark Zuckerberg wrote, recently, we've gotten feedback from our community that public content posts from brands, businesses, and media is crowding out personal moments. Um, And then he continues and talks about how this is going to take a couple of months to roll out and you'll see less public posts from businesses, brands and media. Now, this is, uh, it's not ambiguous. On the record, they've gone ahead and said that uh, over a couple of months, um, you will no longer see posts from pages unless they are boosted. So sure, Facebook has been, you know, pay to play for a couple of years now and Um, But this is now definitely going to be the case for all your posts. Now, this is, it's kind of, look, it's annoying. It's it's really frustrating because like for me, and I'm going to go on a mini rant for a second. It's like when Facebook first came out um, and started promoting it to brands on a way they could, you know, as a way they could capture their community. I mean, brands started taking out TV ads for God's sakes. Like for the longest time, TV ads, print ads, billboard ads, follow us on Facebook and you know, if they knew that this was going to happen, um, I'm sure they wouldn't have spent all that money advertising Facebook. But, you know, that's sort of one side. And look, there was something about um, the algorithm, right? The algorithm used to work on, you know, if, if you were getting a lot of likes and shares and comments, that would determine whether Facebook's algorithm would deem your post worthy of it appearing organically. And that made for a lot of good social kind of banter and social posts. Like, you know, back in sort of my neck of the woods in Australia, you know, Sydney, um, the New South Wales police force is renowned for putting out really sort of funny kind of edgy posts you wouldn't expect from a law enforcement agency. Um, I'm going to read one out here. They put out, 
whoa, you're halfway there, whoa, speeding everywhere, just slow down and you make it, I, I swear, hashtag stop living on a prayer. Okay, I know I've totally butchered that um, and it looks very different when you read it as opposed to hear it from me, um, but you know, they, they did a little bit of a Bon Jovi vibe there. So that's that's kind of sad. So I'm not sort of sad and or, or sour from the point of, look, you know, oh, we're all going to have to pay. I mean, that's one thing, but in terms of, I don't know how this is going to affect brands now who actually took the time, understood their personas and crafted really engaging posts. Are we going to see less of that? I would argue yes. So the other question that arises is Facebook ads. Will they be affected? Well, kind of, sort of, not directly, right? So, you know, if you read Zuckerberg's posts, you can be forgiven that he's, you know, put people before profit. You know, he talks about we feel a responsibility to make sure our services aren't just fun, but also good for people's well-being. So we've studied this trend trend carefully and started looking at the research and blah, 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 blah. So look, don't give him the Nobel Peace Prize yet. Um, you know, this is going to help his coffers. It is going to help their shares, their shareholders. Sure, when they announced this, um, Facebook's share price went down, but they knew that was going to happen. What's actually going to happen now? Of course, this update does not affect ads directly, but what is going to happen is if anyone wants to boost anything, you're going to have to spend money. So Facebook ads are going to go up naturally. And this is a little bit of a problem because we're already seeing in some industries, Facebook ads with clicks of $2.30, $3.30, $4 even. Now, um, they, these are obviously very bad ads and are optimized properly. They have low relevance scores. That's a matter of a subject for a different day. But the point is the cost per click is already going up. So what are we supposed to do now, right? Are we supposed to just, you know, pack up and, you know, move to like Pinterest or Twitter or something? <laughs> Not quite. So keep in mind this post, this rollout is going to take a couple of months. Now, if you've been ignoring the signs of waning newsfeed reach, um, now you have no choice. Now, I've got three to four, maybe four strategies that you should be considering in light of this newsfeed Armageddon. The first strategy or the first tip is Facebook groups. And this is probably, you know, the best tip I can give you. Facebook groups are your holy grail in reaching your fans. Now, if you read between the lines of Mark Zuckerberg's post, and I'll link the entire thing there, uh, you can find that and any links and resources we share at redpandas.com.au forward slash EP85. You'll find everything there. If you read between the lines, he talks about the fact that groups will not be affected, right? They say, you know, you'll see more content from friends, family, and groups. So you'll see more of that. So that tells me two things. One, groups are not going to be affected by this update. But secondly, you're going to see more content come out from groups. Groups should get a better reach because of this. Groups are still considered valuable communities. And it's pretty hard to be spammy in a group. Uh, I mean, you can, but you'll get caught out quite quickly. And, um, you know, your engagement and your reach and people inviting other people is going to go down hard. Now, of course, there's arguably more work in keeping a group engaged and optimized and whatnot. Um, you know, whereas, you know, you might, you can probably get away with on a Facebook page two to three times a week, uh, posting and obviously responding as soon as possible. In Facebook groups, it's kind of like, you know, you daily need to check in to see what's going on and responding and moderating your with your community as soon as you can. Now, 
the best way I can kind of, the best type of advice I can give you in terms of approaching groups, for a lot of you guys, you may have never, you know, well, for most people, you won't have a owner your own group. Uh, many people won't be part of groups. The best piece of advice I can give you is join some high-performing groups, join some, join some really engaging groups and monkey see, monkey do kind of thing. So uh, from a marketing point of view, uh, a group that I'm a, a part of, which I think is a fantastic group, is a group by Impact. They've got the Impact Elite Facebook group. And man, I've just been watching this thing like, you know, I remember then where they had a few hundred people, um, then 1,700 people. Now it's in you know the three or four thousand if i remember correctly like this thing is growing insanely watch what these guys are doing they're moderating their community right they're posting when they need to um you know they're listening to their community and you know creating content based from what their community is interested in and they're not tightening the reins either they're letting people post you know they're letting them post you put out a post they'll moderate it very very quickly and they let people contribute and they own that piece of media so check that one out there's another really really good one if you're into hubspot um, georgia b thomas has started the hubspot uh, i think it used to be called the hubspot ninjas group i think now it's sort of the master of masters of hubspot i'll link to both of these in the show notes both amazing groups you should watch out for so that's one the second tip is review every single ad landing page you have keep them lean and mean let me elaborate so there's a couple of things here, right? Just like on AdWords, just like um, you know, in Google, if you've had a slow page, it's going to affect your quality score. It's going to affect your SEO score. If you're sending AdWords traffic there, you're going to be paying more for slow pages. It's not too dissimilar here. So slow landing pages have already been affected in recent months according to Facebook's algorithm. And they are expected to be even more stringent here with slower loading sites. They're more likely to be impacted. Now, like if you've got bigger problems than your landing page, you know, being slow, your entire website is slow, then don't worry about that. You don't have to worry about your website being crappy or less than optimal. Use a lean landing page builder like Unbounce or HubSpot. Obviously, it's included within HubSpot's entire suite. These are going to be your best bet. Now, Facebook, and I, I can't say that they're, they're doing this. I definitely know that Facebook has been, you know, sort of penalizing slower loading pages. I don't know if that affects your ad spend or not, but you know, you can't say that's going to help. So in an age where you, you're going to need every sort of advantage to keep your costs down and your, more importantly, your users engaged, you should keep your pages lean and mean. A lot of pages, page builders have the AMP functionality. So that's the accelerated mobile pages, um, which is geek speak for those stripped down, super fast loading pages. Um, and I'll link in the show notes what these look like as well. If you've ever searched, uh, news media publishers use this quite well. You see this little kind of bolt in the search results on your mobile. You click on it and it loads very, very fast. Um, that is also something you should be looking at. This and I believe this has already started to appear in Facebook as well. These sort of bolt little, you know, bolt symbols to show you that it is an AMP page. So that's the definitely the second tip. The third tip is enough with rented land. Prioritize own media. I mentioned this a little bit earlier in my opening. And I kind of feel like a nagging grandmother, right? Pr practitioners like myself and a lot of others have been saying for years, build your own community before the Zucker monster eats up all your Facebook fans and this has finally happened. Stop relying on the rented land. You have no choice now. Even sort of, you know, like the aforementioned Facebook groups as well. 
um, hey, I, I wouldn't put money on the fact that they wouldn't ever change that. What happens in four or five years? These, this is advice I'm giving you today, but what happens in four or five years when groups start becoming overdone and marketers destroy those as well? So sure, you can employ all the you know in vogue activities and tactics like Instagram Live and Facebook Live, sorry, Instagram Stories, but you need to draw people back to your owned media. So for years, we've been observing an unproportionate amount of time being spent on updating Facebook pages and less on your own blog, your own community building. So maybe this is going to force people now. Maybe this is a blessing in disguise. So even if you are posting stuff natively on Facebook, and that is the best way to get reach on Facebook as opposed to putting up a link, send people back to your website. If you're doing a Facebook Live, send them to a resource. Um, if you're, you know, if you've got an image or, or something or a tip, send them back to your website and try to get them to subscribe to your database and nurture that email is still in 2018 is still the number one source of ROI if you can do it properly. So tell me what you think about this latest update. Are you are you mad? Are you happy? Do you see a silver lining? Um, how are you going to change your approach to Facebook from a brand perspective? And if there's any tips I haven't mentioned, I'll definitely mention those next time we have an episode. Cool. Okay, that's that, right? Now, before I wrap up, I want to quickly talk about goals. Now, it's kind of timely that I'm recording this late January um, and hopefully you're hearing this around late January, early February because now's the sort of time where a lot of steam gets, you know, is kind of taken out of your goals. Everyone's sort of pumped, everyone's supercharged, everyone's going on holiday and this sort of thing about all the great things they're going to do and then sort of Feb Feb kicks in a little bit and we're sort of like, you know, business as usual kind of kicks in. So, you know, my, my, I guess my word of advice would be if you haven't written down your goals, now's an opportunity to do so. Start writing down your goals. Honestly, you don't need a, a three-hour goddamn brainstorming session. Piece of paper and start writing down your goals. Now, I'm going to share an approach with that I do. Now, bear with me. If you're kind of done with the inbound marketing sort of stuff, then you can tune out and I'll join you next time. Um, this is There's probably only once or twice a year I have these deep and meaningful type of episodes. If you like it, let me know. If you don't, also let me know. Um, But I'm going to talk about goals. I'm going to talk about a bit of an approach here, right? So for me personally, a lot of my goals are based around the idea of waking up early. It's something quite common. It's very, very common with a lot of successful people. Not not all of them, but there is a a bit of a a trend or a trait you'll find with successful people waking up early. And that this is something I've personally been struggling a lot with. I still haven't cracked it. You know, I'll wake up super early a couple of days in a row. You know, I, I have what I call an A day where I wake up early. I've got time to think about my day. I feel fulfilled. I've ticked enough off my to-do list. And then the next day turns to shit. So th- this is something that happens to a lot of people. So see, I try to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and I start with a prayer or a bit of a meditation exercise. And then I try to snap, uh, smash out three hours of deep work before 9 a.m. Now, by deep work, I don't mean answering emails. I don't mean, um, you know, like doing manual tasks, like admin stuff. I'm talking about strategy, creating frameworks. Like if I'm creating content, I need to dedicate some real, real deep time. That's when I do it. Now, I couldn't do it consistently. Like this is something I sort of struggled with and uh, and I still sort of struggle with, but I read an article by Goldcast, which has definitely helped me a little bit. So what they say is they say like, look, it's not easy to wake up five to six days a week before sunrise, be motivated, pumped. It's not easy to do that, do that because the problem is 
often you're not starting with something for yourself, something selfish, not for your business, not for your family, not for your clients, something for yourself. Now, the article recommends you do something for yourself for an hour. So it's the same reason why it's a bad idea to wake up. Uh, and this is something I did for the longest time. Wake up, wake up, roll out of bed, check the news, you know, news.google.com, um, you know, check the socials. It, it, it's terrible, right? It's something I really, really struggled with. But now what I do is I will not touch my phone for an hour. And it's actually a lot easier than you think. Okay, I've woken up at five o'clock or six o'clock or eight o'clock. I'm not going to touch my phone until nine o'clock. Now, in terms of something for yourself, it can be exercise. Uh, it can be, I don't know, writing some poetry, whatever you're sort of into, right? Something purely for yourself. The Rock, Dwayne the Johnson, or Dwayne the Johnson? Dwayne the Rock Johnson wakes up at four o'clock every single morning and come hell or high water, um, he does his workout. You know, for you, it could be meditation, it could be hobby. But the thing is, it has to be something you're going to look forward to. If you're not an avid runner, then maybe don't make that your one hour thing or the thing you do in that one hour right away. Now, in terms of a framework, I said, look, you don't need a three-hour session. There's something that I do that I've talked to almost everyone about when I talk to when I talk about the idea of goals, and that's sort of like a goal map. And it's very simple. In the middle, you put goals, and then there's five key areas. This is sort of if you think of a like a a mind map. For, you've got your goals in the middle, and then you've got these five sort of clouds around them. And those clouds are as follows: spiritual. Secondly, health. Thirdly, family. Fourth, entrepreneurial slash business. And fifth, education. So with the first one, spiritual, you could be, you know, you could use like an app, like Insight Timer, or there's another one called Calm, where, and they've got all these sort of things you can do, right? Like they've got this, um, with Insight Timer, actually, if you do use this sort of search, you can find like a morning motivation one, a night sleep, sleep one, uh, time-bound motivation, you know? Um, there's all these sort of things you can do. So from a spiritual perspective, what are your goals spiritually? Is it to pray or meditate once a day, whatever that might be? Tick that box. That box is going to give you your your calmness, your mindfulness. It will give you that clarity to do a lot of the other things. Secondly, health. So for me personally, gym doesn't work. I've tried it. I've still got a gym membership. Um, it doesn't work. So what I'm, I actually need an event. So you may be familiar with Tough Mudder, you know, these sort of kind of like CrossFit type sort of events. I, I remember doing that a few years ago. Um, I did, you know, Sydney to Wollongong, the city to city bike ride last year. I need an event. They work for me because if there's an event, then I'm going to just by virtue uh, training a couple of weeks beforehand, I'm going to be training. And then I'll do another event a couple of months later. So for me, my, for my health goals, I'm looking at events. There's one of our clients called wimp to warrior where it's a 22-week MMA training program. They take people who are complete novices and you have a cage fight at the end of it. And the sense of accomplishment you get out of it, it's just incredible, right? So for me, that is going to be one of my health goals this year. So you've got your spiritual, health, then family. Now, with family, you really have to have clear binary goals. So really clear rules. So for me, I've got two kids. Um, you know, the weekends, I need to be present with my kids. I try to read a story to my kids every single night. And then also, you know, and this is particularly the case if you're in a relationship with kids, you need to set time apart for your partner. So in terms of binary, I mean like this, right? So every fortnight, I'll try to have a date night with my wife. You know, it's something I can sort of commit to. 
That's an example. Then you got entrepreneur and business, right? So with entrepreneur and business, um, you know, you might have, for instance, uh, like for me, I want to double the agency in 2018. I want to double the agency. I know exactly how many staff I need by the by that point, I know how much revenue I need. So that's a quite a binary goal for me as well. You could work for a company and maybe your goals are more sort of intrapreneurial where you sort of want to grow within that business and you want to uh, achieve a certain management level or whatever it is. What is that goal? How can you break that down into sort of quarterly, monthly, even daily sort of things, right? The daily tasks, that's where your goals are going to be hit. And then educational. Now, so for me, I'll give you an example. I'm trying to read a book a month. And you can get away by reading about 10 pages a day. That might take you 15, 20 minutes. You're reading 10 pages a day, 20 minutes, whatever it might be, within a month and with days to spare, you've got a book done. Now, that's only 12 books a year, but I mean, I, I could count on one hand the amount of people I know who've read 12 books or more in a year. So that's definitely one I recommend to everyone um, and it's quite achievable as well. Now, the last thing from an educational perspective, I'm a big believer and um, uh, Cal Newport in his book, Deep Work, talks about this, is you know the people who are uh, will succeed, they're people who can process vast amounts of information, but also put out vast amounts of information quite quickly. And for me, I translate that into creating content. So the podcast is something that we try to do consistently. Uh, we try to do weekly, although we've had a couple of months where it hasn't been definitely the case because of business growth and whatnot. But that's that's one example. So try to create something. You know, the other thing that we're I'm working on at the moment with the agency is creating more and more videos. How can I make bite-sized, shorter videos? You guys might have seen the 60-second skills that pay the bills videos. We only did a couple of those last year. Um, it's not that hard for me to commit to a plan where I can do one of those once every two weeks, for example. Easier said than done, right? But the point is, um, with your educational goals, don't only consume, also create. And that's it. That's the end of episode 85. That went a little bit longer than I expected. Um, Slightly different subject matter. Tell me what you think. Uh, Podcasters are notorious for sort of saying it is so hard to get feedback from our listeners. So, please prove us all wrong and let me know. You know where to contact me at Moby Sadiq on Twitter or via email moby at redpandas.com.au. Next week, we're back with another masterclass of an interview, this time with my friends Ian and Craig from The Hub Shots. Love those guys. If you've heard our collaborations before, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't miss out on that one. And I hope you have a, a fantastic week ahead. And I'll join you again for another episode of In. Thanks for listening to Inbound Buzz. Learn anything? Return the favor by spreading the word. Want to make your mark in digital? Need help with your digital strategy, inbound, and marketing automation efforts? Then visit redpandas.com.au and be sure to tune in next time for another Inbound Buzz hit.